Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Spring deals at Ross will have you saying, it's a yes for me. Say yes to trending looks like tube tops, dad shorts, and miniskirts for less than online, or vintage tees and beach shorts for a weekend getaway. With all the styles to choose from, there's a yes around every corner. Because saving money and looking good is what you do. It's a yes for you and your bank account. Hit up Ross for your certified yes for me moment. Hey there, I am so excited that you have joined me in this episode today. I want to share a little peek into my skin journey. I have provided updates here and there over the last couple years, and I've had, you know, some improvement and then setbacks, and it's just the nature of the whole thing. But I feel like for the first time, I've had a longer window where my skin has been more calm, it's been more consistent. And I think there's a few reasons for that. And so as I've shared kind of some of those updates online and on social media, I've had some requests for, you know, more information about the things that I have done and some of the changes I've made that have seemed to make the biggest difference. Cause there's a lot of skincare advice out there and I am no, you know, esthetician or expert. However, I also have a lot of experience with this as a woman who has suffered with adult acne from the age of 22, 23 to the age of 27, 28. So a large portion of my twenties has been spent researching and working with dietitians and working with estheticians and working with functional doctors and trying to find root causes and find solutions to really help my skin calm down, right? From the inside out and from the outside in. I think sometimes, you know, it can be tempting to just slather skincare on your skin and hope that that will solve it. And that's really only one part of the equation. Can it help? Yes. Um, but on its own, is that enough? Not usually. It kind of takes a dual approach. It takes tackling, you know, whatever imbalances may be happening from the inside and then also supporting your skin, you know, topically. So I've kind of had to find that like, right balance for me, that right combination for me, because for a while there, I was focused primarily on the internal stuff, the hormone balancing, the gut restoration, all of that, which are really good things to do, but at the same time, aren't always the full equation. Cause I was doing a lot of that, saw a little bit of temporary improvement there for a month or two, and then kind of had a big setback again. And it kind of just kept me on this cycle And I learned it's because I probably, as much as I was improving things from the inside out, because acne is always a manifestation, a symptom of some sort of internal imbalance, right? Um, So as much as I was supporting my body in that way, the skincare I was using wasn't really agreeing with my skin. um, And so I had to kind of figure out the right combination. So in this episode, I just want to share some of the things that I have done that I've have found to be the most effective for improving my skin. I still wouldn't give my skin, you know, a 10 out of 10 or a 100% score, 
but it's definitely an 85 to 90% better type situation. So I'll take that. I'll take the win. You know, it's not that I'm trying to avoid ever getting a blemish. Like that's just part of being a human and part of being a woman in your reproductive years where you have hormone shifts and all of that. So I'm not necessarily on this track for perfection, but I wanted to see significant and lasting improvement. And I feel like I've finally kind of gotten to that place. And so all of that said, in this episode, we're going to cover some of the things that I have found, kind of the top several things that I've done that I have found to be the most helpful, that have provided the most significant results and improvement and the most long-lasting results and improvement. So if you struggle with acne, if you struggle with skin issues, if you know someone who struggles with acne or skin issues, listen up. This is going to be the episode for you. You're listening to She with Jordan Lee Dooley, a personal development podcast for the everyday woman. Come invited, leave ignited. Here's your host, Jordan Lee Dooley. All right, so let's dig into the handful of things. I would say it's about seven things that I think have really transformed my skin and I'll dig into why I think they have transformed my skin. So the first thing I would say is I focused on from an internal perspective, like helping support my gut and my hormones. One major change I made was reducing gluten, almost eliminating gluten completely and inflammatory oils. Now, inflammatory oils are those industrialized hydrogenated oils that really aren't food by any means. Um, There's zero nutritional value to them. They can create a lot of inflammation in our body. I won't get into all the like sciencey nitty gritty of that, but examples of that might be canola oil, vegetable oil, corn oil, those types of things, and a lot of like snack foods and just foods in general, especially foods when eating out, are slathered in those, are cooked in those. And so just learning to relabels and try to avoid foods as much as possible, I'd say about 80 to 85% of the time, I avoid foods that have um, inflammatory oils or these hydrogenated oils in their ingredient labels. It's not perfect. I don't think you have to avoid them a hundred percent of the time, but significantly reducing your intake of that can be really helpful with reducing inflammation. I also switched to a quality dairy source instead of consuming conventional dairy, which is a long story as to how that can be inflammatory, but the pasteurization process and all that, um, if done like conventionally, plus like the hormones in the cows that are, you know, milked and all of that and kind of factory farming type situations can also cause a lot of irritation to the gut and be inflammatory in various ways. So definitely look that up if you're curious about that. But reducing gluten and trying to eliminate inflammatory oils as much as possible and instead of eating inflammatory oils, making sure that my foods are cooked in avocado oil, olive oil, coconut oil, butter, tallow, ghee, those types of like healthier fat sources that the body can actually recognize as food that have bioavailable nutrients in them. That's made a huge difference for me. It didn't make a huge difference immediately. Like I would have I would love to say like I made this switch and two weeks later I immediately saw improvement. My skin actually kind of got a little worse before it got better because it was adjusting. But then it's like, 
ever since that getting over that hurdle. Um, it's just been this like more long lasting change than I've ever seen. Whereas like when I was eating really restrictive and didn't consume any dairy or anything like that, it was better like almost immediately for like a month because I had removed kind of some trigger foods, but I hadn't really addressed some of the root issues like inflammation and stuff. So it came back like with a vengeance. So all of that said, from like a dietary standpoint, reducing gluten primarily because that can be inflammatory and because I actually had tested positive for like, I don't want to say an intolerance. It was like a, I was just reacting to gluten a little bit. So my the doctor I was working with was like, it may be worth just cutting that out. Um, but instead of just eating anything gluten-free, which occasionally I still do, but I try to avoid polyunsaturated fatty acids um, called PUFAs as much as possible. So instead of just downing like nut flours and nut milks and all that, which are loaded with PUFAs and can also be inflammatory, I try to really source my gluten-free options well. So like cassava flours, things like that can be a little bit better. Um, so anyway, a great brand for like snacks that are made without those PUFAs as well as without the inflammatory oils would be like Siete. Siete has great chips. Hue brand is also a better option for like crackers and stuff like that. So just a few things to keep in mind there. But that was one simple change that I made to just swapping the types of oils I was allowing into the foods I was consuming as well as switching to a more quality dairy. So this can look like when it comes to quality dairy, some people choose raw dairy, which I personally have done a ton of research on. And there's a lot of people who would do a lot of fear mongering around raw dairy. And I'm sure I'll get a handful of messages from this from people being like, raw dairy is dangerous. Yet like they're the same people promoting like Dove and a ton of toxic products and think that they're safe. So it's kind of contradictory, but regardless, um, I'll get off my soapbox about that. But do what you feel comfortable with. I'm not necessarily suggesting you go and drink raw dairy or consume raw dairy, but that is a definite, like that has a lot more of the nutrient quality. It hasn't been stripped through the pasteurization and homogenization. I don't know how to say that word, um, process. But another option would be low pasteurized dairy. So if you can find like a local creamery who practices like low pasteurization, what that means is that they heat the milk over a longer period of time at a lower temperature rather than just like basically zapping it at a super high temperature really fast, which can like destroy the natural enzymes and all of that in the milk. That's my like very layman's terms explanation. You need somebody who's like an, a dairy expert to explain like the details of the science, but that's kind of the like basic understanding of it. So once I switched to more quality dairy that agreed with my gut and that was actually more gentle on my gut in that regard, I felt like that made a huge difference too. So Quick recap of this change, reducing gluten, almost entirely eliminating it, inflammatory oils kind of going out the window and choosing more quality fats to cook my foods in and make sure my foods are cooked in like coconut oil, avocado oil, butter, tallow, etc. And then also trying to prioritize quality dairy over conventional factory farm dairy. So grass-fed, you know, low pasteurized or grass-fed raw dairy is usually what I opt for. So that's the first major change I've made that I think really made a significant difference. Another significant change I made or another change that I made for my skin is Focusing on supporting my gut health, not only just by making those dietary changes, but also consistently taking a probiotic. I've really liked the Restore Flora brand. It's R-E-S-T-O-R-F-L-O-R-A. 
that's just been a really quality brand so far that I've liked. Again, like I may change my mind on that in the next few years. I don't know. But in this season, that's been a great quality supplement and probiotic that I have been recommended. There's also a traybiotic that I tried. It does have dairy in it though. So if you do have a dairy allergy, be aware of that. Um, but just switching to a quality you know, comprehensive or not even switching, maybe adding in a quality comprehensive probiotic to your routine daily can be a really helpful way to support the good bacteria in your gut while also eliminating some of those things that can create inflammation and irritate your gut like conventional dairy, like gluten, et cetera. So that was the second change I made from like a dietary perspective. Another change that I made was consistently exfoliating. I didn't realize that a large portion or a large reason why I was having these like kind of stubborn, consistent breakouts is because I had a lot of dead skin, just like accumulating on the surface of my skin. And I was really getting a lot of um, these things called closed comedones, which is like little flesh colored bumps that are technically like blackheads, but they don't have like a black point at the top. They're like they're skin colored, they're flesh colored. If you Google it, you'll know what it, you'll see what it looks like. But I had a lot of those on my cheeks and I still have some, like I wouldn't say it's like a 100% gone, but it's improved significantly. And I think what was happening is because this dead skin was just like kind of piling up because I wasn't very consistent with exfoliating. It was almost like these little closed comedones would like, one of them would get inflamed and then it would turn into this cystic breakout because it was just like festering there essentially. So anyway, all of that said, being more consistent with an exfoliant, I switched to a toxin-free exfoliant. It's actually from my favorite clean beauty brand called Crunchy. The name of the exfoliant is called I Am Polished, and it quite literally is like a facial polish. I use it every other day. It's both a chemical and physical exfoliant. Now, not chemical in the sense that it's like toxic and like it's full of like toxic chemicals, but there's two types of exfoliants. One is a like chemical, like enzyme type exfoliant, and the other is physical where it's like that gritty feel. This is both. And it's very, I've never had or found a chemical or an exfoliant that is both. So it kind of is the best of both worlds. And it's been highly effective. It has helped my skin a ton. So adding that into my routine from like a topical perspective has been really, really helpful. And I'll link to that in the show notes as well. Another thing that has been really helpful for my skin is kind of in that same vein of making some changes to my skincare routine is switching to a toxin-free skincare line and not just any toxin-free skincare line because I had been using a clean skincare line before, but so, okay, let me back up. (laughs) So essentially what I found is there's a ton of acne products on the market. There's a ton of skincare lines on the market that are designed to help with acne and breakouts, but a lot of them are loaded full of endocrine disrupting or hormone disrupting ingredients, which just contributes to the cycle because a large reason or a common reason for acne is hormone imbalance. So if you're putting stuff on your skin, which then gets absorbed into your body, which can throw off your hormones, like it's just creating this vicious cycle, right? Yet it's supposed to be helping with your acne. So while it may help with like a blemish temporarily. Like it's not actually going to be helping you from a long-term perspective in my opinion. So switching to something that had non-hormone disrupting ingredients was huge. The first switch I made was from just like conventional skincare to Primally Pure, which was a huge step in the right direction. And I love Primally Pure as a brand. I use their 
dry shampoo. I use their deodorants. I use even some of their body lotion and body care stuff. And I really liked their skincare for many reasons. I, I loved the ingredients. I loved that they were super clean. But I felt like they were a little bit over, like an oil, like oil cleansing can be right for some people. So I'm not saying it's like a bad choice. But what I found was after a few months, my skin was like still struggling with congestion. And I think it's because I was like slathering oil on top of like my skin that is already a little bit borderline oily. Um, so it might have been throwing off the oil balance a little too much in my skin, like hydration and all of that's really important. But I also just kind of was like, I just don't love that this doesn't feel like normal skincare. Like I didn't really feel like my face felt clean after it felt very greasy. And so when I was still kind of having this like surface level congestion in spite of all the changes I had been making and all of the, you know, lifestyle and diet and all of that kind of changes I had been making, I was like, okay, let me try another skincare line that's, you know, just as safe ingredient wise, but maybe feels a little bit more like normal skincare. And so that's when I decided to try crunchy skincare because I was already using some of their beauty products like their foundation and other makeup products. And I'd heard really good things, seen a lot of really good testimonials and results. And so anyway, made that switch. And within like a couple of months that a lot of that surface level congestion like cleared up immediately. I have before and after pictures in the highlights on my Instagram. So definitely check that out um, if you're curious. But that kind of felt like the right move for me because I was on the right track for toxin-free skincare. And again, like the oil skincare, oil-based skincare can be right for some people, but it just, at first I liked it. And then after a while, it just seemed to not be agreeing with my skin. And I had actually worked with an esthetician who specialized in acne stuff. And she was pointing out like, as much as these ingredients are clean, some of these oil products that you're using have some astringent, like drying ingredients in them, yet they're also slathering oil on your skin. So it can be like messing with the oil balance of your skin. So that was kind of what motivated me to be like, okay, let me try something else and see if it makes a difference. And thankfully it did. So I switched to crunchy skincare line. I use the cleansing bar, the gentle cleansing bar, every day, like before bed. And then like once or twice a week in the shower, I use the charcoal one just because I do have acne prone skin, but I also don't want to like, I wanted to not overly dry my skin or anything. So I use the charcoal just like once or twice a week in the shower, but the gentle cleansing bar daily in my nighttime skincare routine. And then I use the Clarolite Essence, which is like a super gentle toxin-free toner, but it's not like a harsh astringent drying toner. And then I also use their I Am Polished Exfoliant every other day in my routine, and then I use the Golden Light Serum and then their nighttime moisturizer. And then a lot of times I'll use the Power Light Eye Cream too. So that's kind of the approach that I take to skincare. And that change has been transformative, especially from like a topical level, because I had already made so many lifestyle changes for over a year and seen some improvement to my hormones and hormone balance and all of that. Yet I was still having this like topical congestion. And so at that point, I knew like, okay, I got to find the right solution topically. So once I got that right combination of like the right dietary changes and nutritional changes with the right skincare, that's when things really started to improve, which it took me a while to figure that out, but that was huge. Have you been wanting to make the switch to cleaner living and clean beauty, but feeling really overwhelmed on where to start and how to sift through all the different options out there? Friend, I get it. I have been there. When I first started my clean living journey, I was so overwhelmed and I was having such a hard time in one area in particular. I was having a really hard time finding beauty products that were clean, 
safe, toxin-free, but also really worked because the tricky part was I wanted to use clean products, but every time I would try clean makeup or clean shampoo or clean skincare, it just seemed like they didn't work as well as my old toxic favorites. And I found myself always wanting to go back to the more conventional stuff because it actually worked. My makeup stayed all day. My skincare was working well. So I was having a really hard time in this area until I discovered Crunchy. Crunchy is a high-performing, clean beauty brand that honestly performs just as well, if not better, than my old toxic favorites. Not only that, but they are eco-friendly, they're plastic positive, which means they take more plastic out of the environment than they put in, and they're also Leaping Bunny certified and cruelty-free as well as vegan. So if you've been looking for a clean option for makeup and skincare, for clean beauty, but you just need something that works well and that doesn't harm the environment and that doesn't harm animals... Crunchy is the place to be. I highly recommend starting with the primer and foundation when it comes to makeup or the cleansing bar and the Clarolite when it comes to the skincare. And if you use my link, you can get $10 off your first order. So just go to crunchy.com slash Jordan Dooley and the $10 off will apply on the last page of checkout to your first order. Or you can just tap the link in the show notes on this episode to shop with that link and get the $10 off applied to your first order. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. With two little kids, I do most of my shopping online now, but it can be so hard to shop for things like clothes online because I never know if I'm getting good quality until it arrives. The game changer, upgrading to high quality affordable pieces from Quince. Now I have luxury essentials that transition from one occasion to the next, and I stayed on budget. Quince has so many options to choose from, like 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters for $50, organic cotton sweaters, washable silk tops, and timeless 14 karat gold jewelry. The best part? All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. One of my favorite items from Quince is the silk pajamas I got. They are so high quality, a luxury pajamas, but not at a luxury price tag. And I just feel like they don't even compare to some of the other pajamas that I have bought online or that I've bought um, just at various different stores. And like, these are incredible. <laughs> Indulge in affordable luxury by going to quince.com slash she for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash she to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash she. 
Thrive Market is a go-to for all your grocery and household essentials, and the convenience of getting everything online then quickly shipped to your doorstep is a huge time saver. Thrive Market carries brands with the highest quality ingredients and sourcing methods. They restrict hundreds of ingredients across their food and cleaning categories, and you can use their on-site filters to suit your lifestyle needs. Whether you're looking for organic kid snacks, low-sugar alternatives, or gluten-free pantry essentials, you can curate your own shopping experience with just a few clicks. And when you shop Thrive Market, you are also helping a family in need with their one-for-one membership matching program. You join and they give. I use Thrive Market every single month. I get our dish detergent, dish soap, and various other just basic household essentials that are low-tox and non-tox ingredients. And it is the easiest way to get all of my favorite clean items sent right to my door at an affordable price, I should add. Join in on the savings with Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. Go to thrivemarket.com slash she for 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash she. Thrivemarket.com slash she. A couple other things that have really transformed my skin. One would be Silk pillowcases, I wouldn't say I use that all the time, but I, especially when I was trying to like, when I was kind of in the height of it, like I'm not as consistent with it now because I haven't really had to be um, just because my skin's been 10 times better. But when I was still kind of in the height of it and trying to make some of these changes, switching to a silk pillowcase did seem to help quite a bit. And then another change that I made was reducing caffeine and alcohol. So similar to um, reducing gluten and reducing inflammatory oils and some of those things. I also reduce caffeine and alcohol intake just to kind of help my body balance hormones. Those things can be like, especially caffeine on an empty stomach can be taxing to the adrenals. And especially coffee is one of the most heavily treated crops in terms of pesticides and herbicides. So I was getting a lot of toxins into my system just from the amount of coffee I was consuming because I was drinking conventional coffee. And so eliminating that and kind of trying to make sure I cleaned up some of my products and all of that helped reduce my body's burden in terms of my toxin burden, which is only naturally going to help your hormones balance better. So that was another change I made. And then alcohol is kind of similar. Like it can also throw some things off and be taxing to your system. So just kind of significantly reduce those. I actually cut coffee out for an entire year completely. Now I have a cup of coffee like maybe once a month, but I choose organic brands. So the two best I have found are Purity Coffee and Life Boost Coffee. Those are cleaner, you know, organic life boost is like mold free. And like, they just have like all these systems and protocols in place to make sure it's as like clean as possible. So both of those are good options. If you want to try to switch to an organic coffee, um, instead of just, you know, any kind of coffee. Um, and then one other big change, actually, I'd say there's two others. One's bigger, one's not as big. Um, so the smaller change that I made, but I do think it was helpful in supporting my gut health and my skin hydration and all of that was adding in uh, a daily collagen supplement, which I can link to the, the ones that I like in the show notes. There's two brands. One's a liquid collagen, one's more of a powder. And I honestly use both. I don't have like a super strong, like loyalty to like, it has to be this one, but I like the liquid because I can just take a swig out of the bottle every day and make sure I'm getting it in. Cause as much as I love like eating foods that are collagen rich, like bone broth, I'm also not making soup every single day. And so, and I'm not making smoothies every day or anything every day that I would like mix powdered collagen in. So I like the convenience of just making sure I'm getting it in. I just take a quick sip. It tastes kind of like a fruit juice. Um, so I'll link that in the show notes, but I also like a powdered collagen that's 
a higher quality powdered collagen, not vital proteins. That's not a great option, just a heads up um, for various reasons. I won't get into it, but um, I did find a powdered collagen that I like to use. Like I'll throw that in when I make like a bone broth hot chocolate, which is a really good nourishing recipe, or like even in a coffee if I decide to have one um, or a smoothie. So the powdered collagen is like an unflavored you know, high quality grass fed powdered collagen. So I I utilize both of those just as, you know, it makes sense, but I take the liquid one as much as I can pretty much daily. And then the other one's more just like supplemental once or twice a week when I have a smoothie or a drink that I can blend it into that won't throw off the taste because it's unflavored. So adding that has been helpful. Collagen's really healing to the gut. It's supportive of, especially if it has um, hyaluronic acid, which my liquid collagen does, it can be really helpful to like skin hydration, skin health in general, hair health, like all of that. So just adding that in has been a really easy addition that has helped my skin. And then the last thing that I've done that has really transformed my skin. And I would say this has been the biggest investment, like switching to a toxin-free skincare obviously is a little bit of an investment, but then the one I use lasts several months. So it's definitely worth it. But I would say the biggest investment in terms of like taking steps to improve my skin has been microneedling. Now I was really skeptical of this and I actually did microneedling with PRP, which stands for platelet rich plasma. So what happens, it's like a really interesting process. And I didn't do this until my skin had calmed down a bit. Like you don't want to do this if you've got a ton of active acne. Like if you have like one breakout on your cheek, like one blemish, that's not a big deal. But if your skin is still like really inflamed and you've got all this cystic acne, you've kind of got to tackle that from both the inside and the outside first with the right skincare and the right nutrition and healing your gut and some of those things. However, once you've seen quite a bit of improvement with that, what you might find is that you've got some scarring or like discoloration and maybe even like pitted scarring left over, like uneven texture and things like that. That's what I had. And honestly, even though my skin was relatively clear in terms of there wasn't really a whole lot of active breakouts anymore, it looked like my skin was still like full of blemishes because I had a lot of dark spots. I had like some uneven texture, some ice pick scars, which are those like deeper scars. And so my cheeks looked like they were still breaking out because they were just discolored and like kind of, I don't want to say purple, but like darker kind of like red spots because they were just scarred. Um, And so anyways, I did a couple of treatments of microneedling with PRP. So PRP is your platelet rich plasma. So what that means is they draw your blood, then they spin it and they they basically take out like the gooey yellow stuff is the weirdest thing. I've shared about this on my Instagram and like little bits and details. I think I have a highlight with it, but Anyway, so they draw your blood, they spin it, and then it will like kind of separate and they'll they'll basically take a syringe and pull the like yellow gooey pussy stuff. So like the way I've heard it described is like, you know, when you were a kid and you were riding your bike and you fell, scraped your knee, and then, you know, you had a like open wound there and then like around the edges, it almost got that like yellow, white, like pussy stuff. That's your platelet risk, platelet rich plasma. (laughs) It's hard to say, um, like kind of coming to the rescue to like quickly repair that area as much as possible. So that's essentially what they're like drawing out of your blood. And then what they'll do is as they do the microneedling, which is creating like micro trauma to your face a little bit, it's not like cutting your skin open, but it creates like a little bit of trauma to the surface of your skin. As they do that, they're rubbing your platelet-rich plasma over your skin where they're doing the microneedling to help it like heal and expedite that healing process and stimulate that collagen production so that the scars start to heal, the texture starts to even and all of that. So anyway, I did a few treatments of that and 
it made such a significant difference. Like my scarring went from a 100% scarring to like 25, 30% scarring. Like it's not 100% perfect, but it is like way less prominent, way less noticeable. I feel way more confident walking around without makeup on knowing that like, it's not like, whoa, why do you have all these dark spots on your face? So Anyway, that's been another huge change that has been helpful. That's a little bit more of an investment. Um, I did that with my functional doctor because they have an aesthetic side to their practice. And just for like context, because I know I'm going to get asked about this. Like I feel like a lot of the other things aren't like crazy huge investments in terms of like just reducing gluten. Like it's not going to, you know, significantly impact your budget or anything like that. But all of that said, from a microneedling standpoint, for like three treatments, I want to say it's like 1200 1100. So again, not cheap, definitely something to prepare for. But once you do get your skin to a little bit of a healthier place and it's not having like consistent active breakouts and it's more just that you've got some scarring left over and stuff, that is definitely something to consider to kind of restore the surface of your skin. I think between that and then the skincare I've been using, like the golden light serum I use and the exfoliant I use, that's also helped with some resurfacing. But those two things in tandem like are game changers. So Those are the like seven, I think that's seven things that I've done to improve my skin that have really transformed my skin more than anything else. So let me give you a quick recap of everything I just covered. It's not really necessarily in the order that I covered it, but just so that you get everything. So first thing is some dietary changes like reducing gluten and inflammatory oils like vegetable oil, canola oil, et cetera, and switching from just conventional factory farmed, you know, pasteurized dairy to high quality, either raw or low pasteurized grass-fed dairy. I try to get it from a local farm. So sourcing something like that, if you want to find something like that, you can go to realmilk.com and see where you can source local from you or local to you. So those changes have been big in terms of dietary. Another dietary change that I've made that has been really helpful is reducing caffeine and alcohol intake. A couple other things, supporting gut health with a probiotic. That's the third thing. Fourth thing is supporting gut and overall just like skin and hair health with a collagen supplement daily. And then from a like skincare external perspective, like supporting the surface of my skin, utilizing an exfoliant every other day, high quality toxin-free exfoliant is important because you don't want to be using an exfoliant that then has endocrine or like hormone disruptors in it that's throwing off the rest of your hormone balance. So toxin-free exfoliant, I'll link that in the show notes. Silk pillowcase was definitely helpful. Microneedling was super helpful. And then switching to a toxin-free skincare that also wouldn't disrupt my hormones so that as I was supporting things topically, it wasn't messing with things internally and then just creating this like cycle. So the toxin-free skincare I use and the exfoliant I use and the collagen I use and all that and the probiotic I use, I will drop that in the show notes in case you want to try any of it. Again, not this is not medical advice. This is not like me being an esthetician saying, this is your protocol. These are just a handful of things that have really, I feel like made the biggest difference. And I have tried everything. I have tried laser treatments. I have tried extractions, which ended up kind of scarring my skin. So I wouldn't recommend um uh, which and microneedling has helped with that, but still, I have tried every acne product in the market. It seems whether it was toxic or not toxic, I have tried cutting out all dairy and like ninety percent of food groups, and just basically eating like ten foods, and that just messed with messed me up in other ways. So don't do that um, for a short period of time. Like a restriction diet or an elimination diet can be helpful just to kind of like identify triggers, but what I learned is like just removing triggers indefinitely isn't solving the root problem, right? Like I did a lot of testing to figure out like, okay, where is there imbalance in my gut? Where is there imbalance in my hormones? And what do we need to do to 
like kind of get that back to normal. But a lot of times dairy isn't necessarily the root issue unless you have a severe allergy. A lot of times it's just the trigger to whatever the root issue is. So again, like I think there's a lot of demonization of a lot of food groups in like the acne and skincare world. And I found like that's not a sustainable way to live. <laughs> I like cheese uh, into like that isn't necessarily solving anything. It might just be putting a temporary Band-Aid on it. So anyway, those are the handful of things I feel like transform my skin the most. I kind of had to learn through a lot of trial and error. And I wouldn't say I've like arrived at this like perfect flawless like porcelain skin status but I'm way happier with my skin now. It is much more calm, much more consistently. I might get one or two blemishes a month, which I can totally live with. It was the like getting five or six or 10 blemishes at a time that were just deep under the surface of my skin and would just last. And then the second one would go away. Another one would pop up and I just like couldn't get out of the cycle. So feeling like I've kind of broken that cycle and have a much more even complexion and just less angry skin in general is a huge one in my book. So if you're struggling with this, maybe try one or two of these things, maybe try a handful of them. Talk to your provider, obviously, but hopefully this is helpful. Hopefully this is encouraging. Um, and just, you know, there's no like perfect, you know, protocol. Like our skin is volatile. It's a living organism. It's a living, breathing organism. It can get inflamed from one little thing or another, but give yourself grace and try different things and don't give up. Cause I know it can be a really hard journey, but you're not alone. And I'm with you. I'd love to hear from you. It makes me so happy to see you tuning into this show. So if you're on Instagram, let me know what your favorite part of the show was by taking a screenshot of the episode you've tuned into and share it on your story. Tag me at Jordan Lee Dooley and tell me what your favorite quote or takeaway from today's show was so that I can see what's helping you and even feature what you share. This keeps me inspired and encouraged to keep creating new content. And it's a great way to share something that your friends might love too. I can't wait to see you in Instagram world, my friend. Thanks for tuning in. To learn more about the She Podcast or to get involved in Jordan's growing community, visit jordanleedooley.com. Thanks for joining in today. Until next time, remain committed to intentional choices that refine your heart, faith, health, and work because your story is much too important to settle for anything less. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.